Welcome back, everybody, to episode 11 of the Fish Tank Podcast. It is just us three again. I think we did a pretty good job with the thumbnail last time. We actually tested out one of our faces, one of our three faces for the first time in the thumbnail. And it did pretty all right, probably because you guys like recognize who we are. I think we're going to do that for this episode again. We'll see what the thumbnail yeah. comes out to be. How are you guys? I'm doing good. I'm chilling, man. I'm doing pretty solid. I did so much today. Do you know that? Like, it was the most productive day I've had since winter began. Why? I run through. Yeah, I, ran, I went to the uh, car dealership, replaced all the tires on my car. So oh. that finally happened. Uh, they How much all was suffered that? from tire rot, apparently. So that how was much was each fair. tire? It's like two hundred fifty dollars a tire. I don't know right? how much the total was, but the grand total, since I only brought it in for like a service check and do the minimum stuff, and they're just like, "Hey, there's a reason why your monitor says all of your tires have low air pressure." I'm like, "Oh, it's not just because of the cold weather, because you know when the when the weather's cold, yeah. sometimes your tires just like go down in pressure because of science or something." But no, it's just like, no, you got cracks in like every single one of your tires. I'm like, "How is that even possible?" And he's like, "Do you drive very often?" I'm like. Fuck no, I don't drive like at at all. And he's like, okay, well, if you drive, the tires have like this thing where it makes it. <coughs> God, I'm sorry, I'm dying. Uh, allergies are also among us, in case you're wondering. But uh, apparently, when you're driving, your tires like pressurize the air or something and keep it from cracking or some science bullshit. So you have to know. drive. You should you should make it part of your routine to drive every day. Yeah, make it part of my routine to just basically burn my money because gas is so damn expensive. <laughs> yeah, right gas now. is fucking crazy. So I got all my tires replaced in the service that came out to like around eight hundred dollars total. So that was a fun blow to my savings that I was not expecting to have happen. Since I was what I'm hearing is that like, we need a sponsor for the podcast desperately. So that Tubo would be sick. Can continue to make <laughs> sure his car great. doesn't break down. And uh, I cleaned my entire house. Uh, I had, like, a massive pile of boxes from Christmas that I just, you know, kept in a corner and just didn't even touch. And uh, it took me all of five minutes to dismantle them. And I don't know why it took me so long. But I just, it, they've been there forever, and I finally broke them down and cleaned my whole house. And now it smells like soap. I'm glad That's you're good. cleaning your house. I'm wanting to upgrade my house a little bit. I was, uh, I just told Tubal this right before we started the podcast, I am, uh, purchasing an inflatable hot tub as well as a bean bag. And those, oh, are, and those are both pretty expensive items to put in your house, but I'm very <laughs> excited about the inflatable bag. hot tub. Uh, Nate said that he wants to come over and help me out. Nate is someone who lives around here and, uh, he eliminate. wants to test it out. Yeah. Eliminate. And he wants Another to test YouTuber. it out. So I'm looking forward to that. What, he was actually, he was actually saying he wants to come on the, the podcast, but the only way he'll do it is if all of us are there in person. And he wants to he, like we're we're all gonna get uh, fly out to bold and we're gonna do a in person podcast with Nate. Oh, sounds pretty fun. We get fucking wasted. Oh, <laughs> we get yeah, wasted yeah. as now well. That sounds like a good podcast, man. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just our own. I bought a bunch of shit this week. I spent so much money this week. Um, so I bought this mic. Um, I bought um more headphones for the studio. We bought um. Did you get that eight string guitar as well? Yeah, I bought that last week. Um, yeah, I've been spending a lot of money. I just got a credit card, like for my first time. I'm 28 years old, and I just received my first credit card. Now, is it because you didn't want a credit card, or because people were just like, "We're not giving you a credit"? No. Card. So what happened? What happened was, um, me and my dad share the same name, and mm-hmm. so my my school would send bills like, "Oh, these are your loans. You owe these." And then my dad was like, I don't have any loans. And then threw them out. 
So I defaulted on a bunch of student loans, and my credit, <laughs> and my credit was like in the toilet. So I it uh yeah I was a long time I tried to rebuild my credit, and now I finally have really great credit. Awesome, um, man. Dude, I, I need somebody to help me take care of the, those types of issues. I remember trying to get my first credit card was miserable for the first time because a lot of the time they'll just straight up ask you, all right, what's your credit score? And I'm like, I haven't I, – how am I supposed to establish that if I didn't have a credit card to begin with? I don't even know how I uh, ended up getting one to begin with uh, for the first time. But all I told them was that like, one oh, for you're, Salty you're one Fish. Of those. What? <laughs> you're one of don't those. Don't you have one for Salty Fish? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you should be fine. I mean, no, I'm saying now I'm fine, but just the process of trying to get one to begin with, because I tried getting a one as soon as I started making, like, real consistent money, it was a pretty tough situation to explain to them. Like, I have... So the... Well, I'm fine now. I'm just saying it was just miserable first getting that. The best way My to do had, it like, the... is your, your parents help you out. So they, they'll get, like, a credit card under your name when you're, like, 15 and start buying, like, a bunch of shit. Oh, yeah, that's what I had to... That's what I, that's what I ended up doing, but... Apparently, my family has a really tough time with credit cards. Like, my dad used to tell me, like, he had zero way of getting a credit card, like, when he was dating my mom, and, like, well into after they were married, and he had, like, his own business, and, you know, he wasn't doing, he wasn't doing poorly at all. Like, he had a, his own business, he was fine, and no one would give him a credit card. He couldn't go to Home Depot and get a credit card. How bad was his like, credit? Why was his credit so bad? He just never established credit. He did everything in but just cash. But he owns cash. a business. <laughs> yeah, but, like, he did everything in cash, right? So, like, up until that point, he was, like, trying to get a credit card. I'm like, you have no credit. And he's just like, well, yeah, but I have money. And they're like, that means nothing here, silly. <laughs> they just like, <laughs> and my brother had the same issue. He, like, he could not get a credit card to save his life. And he ostensibly had very good credit because our parents didn't want us to have the same issue. So he, he, they did what Louis said, where they gave us a credit card or, like, started building credit under their name. But my brother couldn't get a credit card, like, he, he could not for years get a credit card. He got his first one like a month and a half ago, and he was so excited because he got denied like five times for credit cards. And yeah. that apparently hurts your credit score for yeah. some reason. Just to be told, no, you cannot get a better credit score. Like it just it just detracts it. And I had no issue getting my credit card. But for some reason, my credit score just went up recently. But the maximum amount I can spend on my card went down by like $150. For no reason. I have been nothing but responsible. Don't get ahead of yourself, okay? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. It's insane. I was so mad. I was like, I have been the best, like, (laughs) uh, what's it called? Customer. Uh, Customer, sure. I've been the best customer you could ask for. And they're like, disgusting. (laughs) Do you you pay the minimum or the, like, the just completely off every month? I pay it off every month. That's cool. Um... So, Tubal, are you much of a partier? Much of a partier? Yeah. Uh, no. I would not say I'm much of a partier. Are you like the guy that, like, uh, is sitting in the corners like they don't even know that I beat Elden Ring in 70 <laughs> hours? And then it's just like a bunch no. of people dancing. God, no. I just don't usually go to that many parties. When I go to a party, I'm like, okay, I don't want to be the guy that stands in the corner. With, like, <laughs> They'd have no idea I'd beat Elden Ring and Jump King in like 70 hours. So I'll go in and get blasted, and then it doesn't matter what kind of person I am. I'm a drunk guy at a party, and it takes care of itself That's good. for the most part. And like, it just it just helps. Like, I know a lot of people don't drink, but if you're nervous about anything, get drunk. It's so much easier. <laughs> it's also it's the best so excuse. Hey, I don't it's like using the, it as an excuse. I know, but it is though. Like if if you if oh, you said or did something stupid, like 
oh, dude, I was drunk. I, uh, you know, I'm sorry. I mean, that works for like a small amount, I think. Yeah. Like, it depends on just how drunk you get. Like, you can clearly tell when someone's buzzed and they're like, oh, I don't remember. I'm like, yeah, you do. You were buzzed. You weren't, you weren't crazy. And then there's people that are just like, you can't understand what they're saying. Like, there's no way they're going to remember this night ever <laughs> like that's like there's a very clear line so i don't like it when people use an excuse and just like oh man sorry i was so drunk i'm like you were coherent <laughs> don't some people um, you really can't tell though they're really good at covering up uh they're like i don't know slurring of their words like when they start no, getting drunk and all that no they're not when they're that i've drunk, met a couple no people that are pretty good about it that like they'll wake up in the morning and be like holy shit i was blacked i was like dude you were like normal like what what's <laughs> yeah but, yeah exactly and then I don't know if to, whether or not to trust them, but I. But then once you're like retelling a story to them, like from the night that happened, and they just act clueless, it's like, wow, you really, you really were that bad. I couldn't even tell. Yeah, I don't think I've ever gotten to that point in like a very, very long time. Like, you know, when you're in college and you do a limit test to just see how much you can drink with your friends. Oh and yeah. And then you wake the up and you're just like. Okay, so that's clearly too much. <laughs> like, you can't even walk the next day. You're, like, puking your brains out, and you have a headache that just refuses to go away. I'm like, okay, that makes sense. Yeah. I think I think the worst time that I ever blacked out was uh, from a fireball Christmas night. Did I talk about this on the podcast already? I don't remember no. it. It's so scary. Fireball's I, ha- I would hate to repeat drink, a story though. on the podcast. But, yeah, it was, um, it was a christmas theme party. And there were people at college, and we were just, uh, just casual drinking. And then I remember there was just – it was uh, one of the first few times that I had Fireball, I remember, because I've only had it a couple times in my life. And then I was looking at the handle of the bottle, and I was drinking completely fine. And then all of a sudden, I'm just like, oh, we're heading out. And then my friend goes, yeah, let's finish the bottle. It's like only like two shots left. And then he takes like a little swig of it. But like a, it was more like a gulp, not exactly a shot. And he's like, okay, sure. whoa. And I'm like, all right, my turn. And then I just remember I, I picked up the whole handle, put it to my mouth, and then I, I remember I like looked at it again. I'm like, yeah, we killed it. So the bottle was empty, and the next thing you know, it was Sunday morning. I was like, what the fuck? What was this? <laughs> <laughs> that was the worst that I had ever blacked out. Like we Apparently, we even made it out to the club. So I went there, and then the bouncer looked at me, and he was like, you're too drunk to get in. And then there's this other girl who I just met that night, and she was defending me. She was like, no, look, he can do the thing. And then, and then she's like, and I'm like, what thing? And she goes, walk in a straight line. So then I put my arms up at my side. And then I just started doing the thing that, like, the cops do when they ask, like, a drunk driver, walk in a straight yeah. line. Like, I, I, I did it. And then they let me in. Um, and apparently I was, like, fine besides that. Like, I didn't have any bouncers come up to me past that. But I was definitely just way gone. It was scary. Did they ever tell you anything crazy that you did that mm-hmm. you, like, don't remember? That night? No, I was just like dancing the whole night. They said I wasn't I mean, talking. Like in general, like in general for either of you guys. Oh, just to, throughout my whole life. Yeah. Um, yes. Yes. Uh, I mean, I don't want to jump from one story to another. I'll, I'll give you guys a turn. But I think the, it, the, the scariest one uh, in terms of getting in trouble was a Sunday morning when I went to Target after uh, the night happened, and we got a call from campus security that apparently my friend and I pushed a cart like a shopping cart, which was used to transfer bread from trucks to the cafeteria when they were delivered to school. We pushed a shopping cart all the way down a hill uh, at my campus 
and when it smashed at the bottom, it kind of dented a gate, and then like the wheels went flying everywhere. And they're like, "That was the shopping cart that we uh, <laughs> that we always used every day." I know that's like the the most random thing to break. I don't know. That's like the first thing that came to mind, and it was just scary talking to him, being like. I don't know if that was us. And he's like, I see you guys on camera. You guys swiped into the cafeteria immediately beforehand <laughs> with your cards. I have your ID. You guys did this. You need to tell us where the missing parts for these shopping carts are because they accused us of stealing them. But I was like, no, oh, we definitely be this not. officer. If it was us, why don't I remember something that cool? <laughs> yeah, no, it felt so horrible. I, was like, I have no recollection of this whatsoever. I wanted to ask him so bad. Can we just see the footage? But I couldn't do it in the moment. I was like too scared. Um, so I got fucking wasted once in uh, a, co- a college apartment building. And I don't remember anything that happened at all. Um... And I woke up with a random person shaking me because I was on the lawn of the the front area of the, of the apartment building. Like, yeah. I fell asleep outside with a fucking pool of throw up between my legs and I'm like to my this. friend, dude. Uh and apparently I was all over Yik Yak, which is the Twitter <laughs> Yik Yak of, of, oh, of shit. Man, that's a of uh of like college campuses, yes. like local TikTok, like only like a ten mile radius can see these posts. Um, and yeah, everybody's like, hey, if you want to go see uh, some random dude passed out, <laughs> go to One Hundred Nine Tower. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, that was that was uh, I think that was the drunkest I've ever got, but I don't remember anything, dude. Well, actually, yeah, I've ended good. up in the hospital from alcohol poisoning, but I don't even think I was that drunk then. No, yes, I was. Yes, I was. I got yeah, into my, random people's My blackout orders. drunk stories are very small because I don't really do anything, apparently, except I get into arguments about really stupid shit. And, like, I get <laughs> very like loud. Yeah, well, I mean, that's nothing new from, like, just normal me. But apparently just drunk me just chooses the stupidest possible argument to possibly get into. Like, apparently, I was at one of my friend's parties, and I had to play catch-up when I got there because I was driving for, like, over two hours away. So I got there relatively late, and they're like, Christian, you got to catch up. So I just never had an empty glass in my hand. So I was just drinking the just entire gone. time I was there. Yeah, like, like I never saw the bottom of my cup. Like, one of my friends would just come over and just pour stuff in. I'm like, what is this? He's like, does it matter? I'm like, fair enough. And I just keep drinking it. And uh, I got belligerently drunk. And then someone brought up uh, board games or something that they were doing. And they're just like, some girl said that she didn't understand the rules of the game. And the guy that in the card game that we're playing was very simple. Some guy's just like, oh, that does, oh, don't worry about it. I don't even know the rules to Candyland. And I took that as like a personal offense. <laughs> <laughs> because Candyland is the easiest game ever created. You draw a card, there's a color, you and then you move your you move piece it. to the nearest color, and that is it. That's it. That's Candyland. And I was so mad at him. Apparently, I'm like, you don't understand Candyland! And I went on a tirade against this guy. And he's crying laughing because I'm so impassioned about this. <laughs> the girl is just bawling her eyes out because of how upset I am. And I'm just going around. I'm constantly well, grabbing him like, can you play Candyland? And he's just like, what the fuck is Candyland? I'm like, useless! <laughs> and, I threw it to the side, and I just went to the next person over and over <laughs> 
And every time I found someone, apparently I grabbed them, like, good, come with me. Good, and I would drag them over to this guy, like, he knows how to play candy. <laughs> and then I would just push him away and find the next person. And I would keep bringing them over. Yo, have you talked to the Candyland guy yet? What, what do you mean? Oh, and then you pulled over. Do you know how to play Candyland? And, the, and everyone was just like, everyone got a turn. I went by every single person and brought them over to that guy. And by the end of it, they're just like, oh, hey, it's the Candyland dude. And I was just vibing in the kitchen. Now, like after I did this, I immediately just said, I've made my point. And I went into the kitchen and they had like a, a speaker there. And it was just playing uh some rap music and i was just going like this like the entire time just like dancing like just a normal white guy dance to music and i was vibing apparently <laughs> i was vibing and so very happy that i had dragged over to this other person who's like do you know Candyland?" and she's just like hey you're really funny and i'm just like yeah <laughs> <laughs> it was, I was just doing this the entire time word was probably Completely getting around the party yo if someone asks you if you know candy line say yes even if you don't know you have to tell you have to say yes to this guy trust me he's crazy <laughs> he's not gonna ask you anything about it <laughs> <laughs> he just needs to know <laughs> and i was i was just vibing she's just like hey you want to dance with me and i'm just like you want to dance with me <laughs> and I, was, <laughs> I was just sitting there doing this the whole time and then apparently she gets like real close and i was just like can you foxtrot? And she's like, what? And I grab her and I pull her in close. And we start slow dancing to rap music. All right. I was, I was doing like the waltz with this girl, apparently. Cause Why? I thought that was the, that was the best dance I knew. I was just like, I, right, so you were just yeah, wasted. Exactly. Okay. You were I was drunk. so smooth. Okay. And she was apparently so overwhelmed by how good of a dancer I was that she oh, ended okay. up kissing me that night. And I don't oh. remember any of that thing I did. I don't remember any of it and i was I like, like I that happens to you this... a lot though you get drunk and then like you go on really crazy rants and then a bunch <laughs> of people find you fucking hilarious and want to be around you more like... i just need to go on rants more but i just i just need to get into this headspace of being offended first for something really stupid like it just takes really small asinine things for me to get going like right, somebody needs to say Pluto. their opinion about something and you need to be like no. Yeah, exactly. This like is how we can just be like man for you. You tell us stuff that you hate and then we'll tell yes. somebody an opinion on it, the exact opposite one, then we'll be like, yo, go tell him that. Go talk about that with this guy. And then it'll no, just be it, can't, it, can't, it has effect. to be organic. That's the thing. Yeah. Like I'll know if someone just comes to me and be like, Hey, Tubold or I hear you hate Pluto and I'm just like who told you that? And I'll just find <laughs> the person that did it and that'll be its own issue. But uh it's like I don't know. Someone's like I remember one that I did was like uh, someone was just like, yeah, I don't think Eminem's response to MJ or MGK, uh, was better than MGK's initial rap. And I'm like, what you think, uh, what MGK's like when they started beef, I forget the two song names. Like one is kill shot. I think that's MGK's right. No. And then whatever uh, kill shot was, was, uh, Eminem's. Okay, that was the one for MGK. I don't know, but I thought that, rap, that it was like the opposite of okay, rap wait, god, I, wasn't it? I, I'm I'm gonna be I guess the other person here. I thought MGK's was like a better song in general. Like I thought if it M&M's wasn't was a diss song, better. like I thought it was better. Like though they had a hook, it had like a bunch of I don't know. I thought his flow was. I'm not really the biggest Eminem fan either, so it's like you know we'll you know just. I just thought, as far as diss tracks went, I'm like, okay, maybe it could be a better song. I don't know, but, like, the disses sucked ass compared to Eminem's. Like, 
you're a molehill. I'm about to make a mountain out of you. And like, in order to make you, or in order to diss you, I had to make you or something. Like, Jesus Christ, he's getting fucked up. And the other guy was just like, Yeah, no, MGK's was better. And I was like, Who the fuck do you think you are? And I just started going in on him about it. And that was its own separate thing. I mean, I don't know much about disses in general, but I think MGK's song was better. Like, as you're a rich, song. but if you're still mad. <laughs> a line like what? that. I was just like, that's true. Like, MGK said that about Eminem. He's like, after all this time, you're rich and you're still fucking upset at the world. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> he made a stu- – I mean, the the whole beef is fucking stupid, too. It's not like he – like, I mean, old, I, correct me if I'm wrong, but, I, I like, old rap beef was like, you killed my friend and now I'm going to fucking <laughs> – you know, he just made a joke about his daughter. You know, like, and the daughter's like a thirty-year-old now. You know, it's not like, it's like a, you know, that's that's all MGK did. And I don't know. It's just like, what if? What I don't know. I'm just saying, like, of the two, when it came to the actual disses or whatnot, I was very much enjoying Eminem's way more than MGK's. I'll have to listen to them again. Because I think like, it was Jaw Rule. Yeah, back in the day, one of the lines was like that he had against Eminem. That was like. M, you claim your mother's a crackhead and Kim is a known slut, so what's Haley going to be when she grows up? And then that was just like, holy fuck, dude! (laughs) Oh my god! (laughs) And then, and then, like... It's so funny. Fish's Fish's rap, like, knowledge history always surprises me. I'll throw in, like, an old, like, old-school rap song. He'll know every... He'll, like, turn to me and know every word. Like, what the fuck? Oh, shit! (laughs) I forget that he knows Wu-Tang like crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, I think one of the best verses from a rap song... I mean, if you're from New York, you have to. I think one of the best verses from a rap song is, like... It's very well-known, but it's just the first verse of Triumph. You guys should look that up. It starts with like bomb atomically, and then there's just so so many words. That's that the one you're always together. singing, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, that, yeah, because I always start with a bomb atomically. Uh, I think it was mostly my yeah. It definitely wasn't me that um, was showing music to other people. I, we've talked about my. I don't know much about music, but it was a uh, yeah. Just the people in my neighborhood were always putting me onto a bunch of rap songs, and I'm I'm glad because like yeah, no, it's cool. It's a cool history to have. Oh yeah, hundred yeah, percent. Better better than fucking classic rock. I'll tell you that much. Dude, my music knowledge was dog water. Still is, dude. Like, to this day, like, I don't know music. I can't remember lyrics, which is the biggest reason why I don't, like, listen to music as much as most people. It's because, like, I like songs. Don't get me wrong. Like, when I listen to stuff, I'm like, oh, yeah, I enjoy this. But, like, it never sticks in my head to, like, any degree at all. Like, it's as if it's a brand new song every time it comes out of my head. Because I can't remember the lyrics to save my life. But I listened to, like, the exact same 12 songs in high school, like, all the time that all my friends would show me. And I'm like, hey, that's a good one. And I'd find it on LimeWire and put it on, like, the one playlist I had on my iPod. And I would just listen to the same songs pretty much if I wanted to listen to music. And I'm like, I like this one song. <laughs> I just can't Because I would go and try and find songs on my own, and all of them would be so bad. And I'd be like, I don't know how to find good music. I think that was, like, the big thing. I couldn't find good music. I I'm can't good understand the lyrics a lot of the time. <laughs> Are you, is this like a confessional? Like I, <laughs> especially don't with, know no, with to... like with like new music, man. I hate to I hate to sound old like that. It's all mun- mumble rap. They're not making any sense. But I mean that. I a lot of the times when I'm hearing new rap, I can't. I don't know what they're saying. Yeah, bro. All the lils, man. I'm worried. I was talking about this at this party yesterday, dude. They're going broke. They're going broke. 
Dude, Lil Zan, Lil Lil Pump, Lil, uh, what's gonna happen to Who them? Was it? Got, you said you said some absurd okay. number. Like you put out a song, you only got twenty thousand plays on it or something. Something like that, dude. I know, like 20, Lil Pump, uh, Lil Zan's like album only sold like two thousand or something like that. I mean, I don't want. We don't want beef for the fucking podcast, but <laughs> that's okay. I think. Lil I mean, you Zan said you're worried understand. for them, so you're. I clearly, am worried for them, yeah, dude. Yeah. I want them to be okay. You know. <laughs> They need to all come back, except instead of Lil something, all the Lils, they'll come back as Big, and then their name. Big, yeah. yeah like Lil big, Pump will big come pump. back as Big, big Pump. Zan. <laughs> big Zan. Big Zan. Big Pump. We're back. It's like yeah. better than ever. Horse pills would be like horse-sized Zan. <laughs> uh, I just think so like, it's really important to have like a really solid flow for your rap to become timeless. Like, the one that you can just, like, understand for the most part. Like, there are songs that are good where you, like, the lyrics are kind of to the side, I guess, and, like, they just kind of sound good, but, like, they don't have the staying power of, like, I don't know. And this is, like, a different genre, understandably, but, like, carry on my wayward son every single carry human on planet Earth knows. Like, you could just say, it like, any part of it, and everyone would just be like, oh, yeah. No, I know that one. <laughs> or that, um, <laughs> like, the, the Backstreet Boys song from... Yeah. from my <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> my one desire. Tell me why. <laughs> I got a little bit. I got a little bit emotional. I know this is like not like I guess part of. Was it about the little Zan thing too? No, no, no. I was gonna say I got a little emotional <laughs> during this year's Super Bowl halftime performance. Oh, it was like all the songs like I recognized all of them. It was um, it was like Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg, Mary J. Blige, Eminem, uh. So I'll many be honest with you, I upset. didn't know who Mary J. Blige was. I had no idea who she was. Wait, really? Was My mom was yeah, the I one that put me on to Mary J. Blige. <laughs> she yeah, had I some have, classics. I've never seen her before in my life. I was like, who is that? I know everyone else but that person. But apparently, like, everyone's just like, yeah. Oh, like, yeah, no. who is that? <laughs> I felt really bad about it. I'm like, I probably should know who this is. Uh, 50 Cent and Kendrick Lamar, I think. Yeah, we're the last two. And I so just, it, the part that got me really emotional was when they started playing the piano of uh, Still Dre, I think it was. Just the intro to that song. It's like, oh man. It's just like, I remember hearing that like back then. Because I like, my very first constantly time. be playing that song. Even though it's like not even, like <laughs> when we were young, it's not even, at that point it was past its like initial hype release. But they still played it a bunch back when I was younger. Do you think we're just a nostalgia generation? At this point? Why not? Like we just like just everything that is is marketed to us is just like remember this. Yeah, I'd, I don't know. Well, I mean, like, when you go with cult classics, you know, come on. Because like be? when the, okay, like uh, in the new Spider Man, I don't know if this is spoilers or not. It, it's a the digital alert. release is out now. Okay, well, spoiler alert. You know, um, the Tobey Maguire. I got like, <laughs> I got like, actually emotional when oh, Tobey yeah. Maguire was on screen. It's like, that's my Spider-Man. Yeah, me you too, know? man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I still haven't seen it, like, to be honest Oh, it, I well, I'm it. sorry, Tupold. No, no, that's something. fine. I don't care. You, you, right, you had to we'll have watch known it that later. We'll watch yeah. it later. Oh, we no, have to watch it later today. in there already. Okay. We have to watch it later today, at least. Can we? I just like I'm just so behind on all the on all the Spider-Man movies. I've like I've seen what's the most recent one besides that is like the one with Mysterio. No way I home. I haven't seen that one. Yeah, I still haven't seen that one. That's the one. Yeah, like, that's uh, what Louis talking about. No, the, yeah. not with Mysterio. Oh, with yeah, Mysterio. Oh, oh, far. Is, that's far from home. That no way home is the yeah. latest one. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, so I haven't seen Far From Home, and I definitely haven't seen No Way Home or whatever. Uh, I I think that they did a really cool job with Spider-Man because now he actually looks like you know a kid. Yeah. Instead of like yeah. Tobey Maguire, and you're just like, you're not to- what's, what's his name? Is it Tobey Tobey Maguire? Tom Holland. Tom? No, no, no. The our Spider-Man from our generation. Tobey Maguire. Yeah. It is okay. I thought I was mistaking him for like a country singer for a second there. He but does kind of sound like point. a. What the hell is his name, though? Like, Toby Maguire. You have it. No, no, no. Yeah, but like the country singer. He doesn't matter. Either way. Uh, Toby something, I just thought something yeah. Toby. Yeah, but like that Spider-Man was like, I thought he was not a student or anything like from a college or whatever. Like he was. Just, yeah, they like, kind of gloss over that, though. Yeah, like because in the comics, he's a kid for the most part. And then eventually he becomes, you know, adult Spider-Man who most people know about. But like they're just like, oh, no, he started out pretty young when he first became Spider-Man, apparently. And I thought that was a great thing because you have like all three ages. <laughs> you have like in high school, definitely a college student, and then and someone then Andrew I thought Garfield, was like, uh, and Andrew yeah. Garfield is like the the college student one. Yeah, I was so stubborn growing up. I I actually only saw one and two a week before No Way Home came out. Before I saw it, because I was just like, he's probably going to so be good. in it. Yeah, no, I was stubborn watching, like, growing up. I was just like, no, Toby is my Spider-Man. I wouldn't shit-talk it to other people, but I never showed interest in watching the movie. Like, don't get me wrong. I was just like, I'm sure Andrew Garfield's great. I never was open about being like, I've never seen that movie. He's not my Spider-Man. You know, that type of, not annoying about it. But, yeah, I never saw it until a week before. And they were good. Uh, I should have seen them when they first came out. Like during That the scene with Electro, when he's saving, like, all the people, when he's, like, in the middle of the city. And, like, you get the cool shots of him, like pulling people away from the railings that are electrified or whatever. Oh, yeah. Like, That's one of the coolest scenes dope. I've ever seen. Those were dope. That was a really, really well done, like, scene or whatever. Like, that. that's like a pinnacle Spider-Man moment. Yeah, like and they that. gave you the Spider-Man POV shots where it's, like, you literally see it from his perspective just shooting around the city. I will say, Tom Holland and uh, Andrew Garfield both did the funnier aspects of Spider-Man better than uh, Toby. Like, they were, that was more of a focus about you it. shut your fucking mouth. I'm just saying, man. Like, but there's so many times where it's just like awkward humor, and I think yeah, because I of how it. awkward it was, people quote it and they find it so funny now. And that's going yeah, back to what I Louis mean, said before. Course. It's the nostalgia. Like, what is what is one of the lines that he literally says in the movie? I'm gonna kick some dirt in your eye. Like, if you said, <laughs> he would never write that in modern day. Like, uh, that's a nice suit. Did your uh, boyfriend I, get it for you? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> i love do you ever see the meme of that scene where it's just like that's a nice sweater did your boyfriend make that for you and then it just goes to like this paragraph response where the guy's like so, yes what? my boyfriend it okay? did make it for me yeah <laughs> and do you know what uh we have a very loving relationship where he often gives me gifts and i return the favor and you are on the wrong side of history spider-man <laughs> history will not remember you <laughs> i've got you for three minutes <laughs> That's, that was one of the funniest memes I've seen for so long. Because <laughs> it's just a picture of him in that shitty costume, just like his eyes get wider. <laughs> oh, it's so good, man. I oh, just Spider-Man's such a good hero. Oh, yeah. He's I... just good enough where you're going to be like, oh, he's definitely like way stronger than most people, but he's not Superman where it's just like, you need one specific green crystal in order for him to even be threatened. It's yeah. like, Spider-Man can reasonably lose to people which is you know still cool but it takes a hell of a lot to get there <laughs> i never to read be a any... psychic ability to predict shit i never read any comics growing up like at all the closest that i that i got to that was calvin hobbs oh, good series though good great series. i only read um i only read the Calvin hobbs was amazing 
The Harvey I never boys? read any Hardy Boys, actually. Oh, oh no, 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 no. No, um, not Hardy Boys. Um, Tintin. I read no, those books. I saw. I know what you're yeah, talking about, movie. but no, I never read those either. I didn't see the movie. Uh, I just. I. I have a very great memory of Tintin and all of his adventures. I don't want. I didn't want to watch the movie. The movie is actually really, really. Should good. I watch just it? From, oh, 100. Like it's really good. Plus, they do like a cameo from like like he gets a portrait of himself done in like a park, and it's like the old school like picture yeah. of what Tintin looks like as like a uh, whatever the thing is called where you like uh, embellish on people's details or whatever. Like that specific that's so cool. art style, I don't remember. Uh, but Wait, there's like a scene that's really dedicated to nostalgia, is what I'm hearing. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Louis, you're right. <laughs> that's all that they get us with nowadays. But was it like that for the other? Like, do like was it like that for our parents? Or no, they're kind of like just into new shit, right? Like they're into the Big Bang Theory and like, like House MD, you know. Yeah. Uh, did Friends ever come back? I mean, that would probably be the biggest thing for my mom. I know for a fact. I watched so much Friends. No, if Friends comes back, it's going to be for us because we watched it on Netflix. Yeah. And we have, for some reason, a super hard tide. Our generation loves Friends. Do we? Yeah. I really don't know too many people that watch Friends. Like, I'm going to be honest. You're, you, then you must not know many girls. Because every I mean, girl I, do. I know, I just has, don't like, know seen, many of them that watch Friends. Friends. And normally, I mean, to be fair, the girls that I do know like are into really weird shit. Like I don't know, crime documentaries. Oh, <laughs> just crime documentaries. Crime no, documentaries. to be fair, I think everybody is super into. Like, if YouTube recommends me, like this girl killed seventeen people and then her parents and then herself, I'm not not clicking that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's just I'm just, a lot. I think I'm just really desensitized to that shit at this point. Like, there has been so much awful shit that, like, has happened on the news that I've seen and, like, then some. That I'm just, like, at this point, I'm just, like, there was a massacre at a local school. Two people died. I'm, like, like that's, like, two people were murdered in a school, and it's awful. Like, that's, like, there, but there have been so many school shootings that we've gone through that were, yeah. like, the body count is, like, significantly higher. And you're like, I don't even shit, think that the, the, the news covers it as much anymore. Yeah, exactly. Like, which I think is yeah, good. It's crazy. Honestly. But it happened yeah. so many times. Like, it took a while for people to be like, can we please just stop covering these? Because it's not helping the situation. Yeah. And uh, then they're just like, oh, yeah, you know, that probably makes sense. But, you know, they, they milked that dry to the point I don't think that's like, why they stopped it. No, I no. think it's because like, they milked it dry and people, people stopped caring. No, I, I think the South Park even made a made a joke shoot. about it. Do you remember? I've honestly I've not watched I didn't too much see South it. Park. Mm-mm. So in South Park, they they uh, the Stan's mom or in in Stan's elementary school, there's just a bunch of school shootings every day. Like uh, and um, oh Stan's mom is like, "Oh my god, my baby!" And then and then um, <laughs> his dad is like, Ugh, why, "Why are you taking this so seriously?" Like. Nobody cares anymore. <laughs> she has, yeah, exactly. and then she Which has like, to go to therapy. <laughs> so, yeah. Oh god, it's a, it's a crazy thing. That's what I'm trying to get at, though. It's just like it happens so much that like I just yeah. get desensitized. That someone like a crime thing comes on is like this woman murdered her husband. I'm like, okay, fair enough. Did she do something crazy? She stabbed him. Did she eat him? she stabbed him because he ate the baby 50 times like that'd be a crazy amount stabbed him in the stomach and then because he ate their baby 
and then yeah okay now I'm just like, okay now that's a story that's, like, that's fucking a, that's awesome a, that's, a, that's a lot that's definitely something new but like she just stabbed him I'm like she's probably fucked up <laughs> there were I, probably some warning signs i do know what you're talking about um one thing that i'm watching recently i'm almost finished with it is uh the tiger king i believe it is the name of it and Apparently that went viral when it first released, uh, yeah, and I learned about season. it from my family, and they were talking to me about it and just being like, "This goes so much more past tigers. There's killings. There's like uh, just a bunch of crazy shit, drug usage, like all that." And I'm watching it now, and like, yeah, it is going past the point of being an animal documentary about tiger keeping, uh, but it's definitely not as hype as from what my cousins told me. And maybe that's because I am also because it was a, it, to the whole idea of that. I mean, it was viral. It was viral. So everybody was like very hype about it. Yeah. But I mean, even watching it after hearing my cousins hype it up, I'm just like, I think it was, this is a little exaggerated. Wait, were you, are you watching the second season or the first season? The first. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. I think the only thing that I ever watched that was like super uh viral and like mainstream was like squid game where i'm just like oh yeah no this is really good that was great <laughs> like, like the sixth episode i think is the one where it's just like oh That's god so ah. good the glass the glass episode yeah everybody has like the same reaction the to the sixth episode yeah of course it's just like why didn't you warn me <laughs> yeah. oh yeah so I, and i'm not even gonna go into it because if you haven't seen it you genuinely watch to the sixth episode i know we were we were watching it and it's not even bad in the first me and joy me and joy were sitting like like on a he we have a beanbag and then i was sitting on my my couch and then it was just quiet when the episode went to the the title screen or to the end screen credits and then joy was like are you crying i was like (laughs) yeah I was thinking about it the entire time I was watching that show. I was just like, yeah, no, 100%. Like, a billion dollars? Yeah, I'd fight for my life. 100%. Yeah. Like, either way, like, no matter what, that's like, that's a reasonable sum of money. You know? Like, that's a lot of money. And then when I asked Dan this, he was just like, yeah, no, I, I would never, I would never, my life is worth more than a billion dollars. I'm like, your life is worth more than a billion dollars? <laughs> A billion with a B? <laughs> like, human life is sacred, but you can put a price to just about anything, and a billion buys pretty much anything at that point. Like, a billion dollars. You know people, like, back in the day were sold for, like, pocket change, right? Like across I don't think there is anything history. I wouldn't do for a billion dollars. Yeah, a billion dollars. It's a billion dollars. You could do whatever you want with a billion dollars. You go up to Jeff Bezos. And actually talk to him, and he would have to reasonably look you in the eye, and he'd be like, "Oh, you're uh, you're part of the billion club." It's like, yeah, I killed a man, <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, "Wow, for a billion dollars, who was it?" And I'm just like, I don't know, some guy that owed like fifty thousand dollars in debt, and you're just like, for a billion? <laughs> Doesn't really mesh that way. It's like, I'm just saying, like, kind of crazy. <laughs> Like a billion dollars, man. I would give up my arm. Well, I need my left arm for at that point. My right arm, well, it's a little dicey. (laughs) No more gaming. Exactly, which is why I said it's a little dicey for the right arm. Both arms. I mean, I saw some dude with literally no arms get to Diamond in League playing Vigar using a pen in his mouth. Like, yeah, of course. But I mean, like, I could still do it. I'd still have a billion dollars. I'll give up both of my legs. I don't need those. Oh, God. Yeah, they can give you... 
Yeah, I feel like legs are easier because all you get to do is walk and then balance, like with the, and then you can use the, uh, what what are, just a prosthetic, prosthetic. Leg type deal. Yeah, yeah. My grandpa's a and prosthetic. I've seen people. Leg. Yeah, people can do. They can walk easily just with uh with both. They might need uh, a cane or something, but it's definitely doable. My grandpa, I forget he has a prosthetic leg until like he sits down. And he's like, ah, oh, finally, and takes off his leg. I'm like, what the? F-? Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot you lost that one. <laughs> And the worst part is, like, there's a lot of ways you could lose your leg, right? My grandpa uh, served in the military, and uh, when he lost his leg, it was completely unrelated to that. Oh. Which is why I, which is, I love how to lead it up, because people are just like, oh, he got it, like, blown off. or like, no, it's completely unrelated. <laughs> I like to say my grandpa's in the military, and he lost his leg. They're not is this how he likes all. to tell it, too? <laughs> well, he I doesn't was really tell it at all. <laughs> I wish he did. He's not... My grandpa's not the funniest. I'm going to be real with you. Like, on my mom's side, and I don't know on my dad's side. Like, he, he was gone way before I was born. But, like, on my, on my mom's side, he's just very much, like, a suburban father of, like, three. Like, he just, like, he was a very just, like, calm, cool, and collected man. Like, this is my family. I work blue-collar job, and I, I just get things sure. done. Blah, 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 blah. And, like, that, that was his thing. And he just was the handyman. Like, he just could do anything with his hands and fix the car, etc. He wasn't very funny. But he would do everything by himself, which is why he lost his leg to begin with, because he's stubborn. And, like, he had to get something off the roof because, like, a branch fell on it or something. And my grandma was like, you shouldn't go up there. You should just get one of the neighborhood kids to persnickety on up there and go grab it. And he's like, <laughs> I could do it myself. And he couldn't do it himself. The, the ladder fell, and then he, like, broke the bone in his leg. And, like, it had to, it got infected or something. And he's just like, you can keep the leg. We're going to have to keep coming back in to get surgery. He's like, take the damn thing off. Oh, my <laughs> I don't God. Need it. <laughs> yeah, and he's just like, okay. So they took it off. And he's like, oh, it's so much better now. I lost 30 pounds. <laughs> oh, my. See, so he's funny. So he's funny. <laughs> that was like the only joke he told about it. That's though, a good was, joke. Yeah, That's a okay, good joke. That but that funny. was like the only joke that he like ever told. Like He was very much – he just liked retelling stories about how dumb my mom and uh, my uncle were when they were kids. Because my aunt was just like – the most grown up of them. So she never did anything wrong. She was a saint. <laughs> Her mother was a party animal. <laughs> that kind of thing. My my but, grandfather uh, yeah, never great. spoke. He was so silent just all the time. He was just known for saying like hello and goodbye and that was it. But he had a And then hardcore... one day when you were on your way to college, he was like, Philippe, I love you. <laughs> well no, unfortunately, unfortunately he had a... <laughs> He had passed away before then, R.I.P. Uh, but um, he was—he uh, had a pretty hardcore like lifestyle growing up, which was he uh, in Haiti at the time. Um, there was a dictatorship going on. He worked in the government, and one of his friends was uh, was killed in in a process of this happening, this dictatorship happening. So he ended up sending um, all of his daughters, like one of them being my mom. Uh, to America to just like escape Haiti. And then he lived with uh, my grandmother for a year while my mom and, and, and aunts were all living in America for a whole year without them. And, uh, and he was just like dealing with that for a whole year before he was able to move to America. And I think he had to like swap back and forth. And then they had to grow up in America. In a dictatorship. Yeah, in a dictatorship while you're like involved. You ever think in- anyone else in the government looked and be like, where's the rest of your family? He's like, I don't know. I, I never asked for the details. <laughs> I, I was only told a story when I was a lot younger. So, and I guess I wasn't really interested to the point where I was asking for like specific details. 
but that's like the general basis of what I know I was told and what I can remember up to this day. And I was like, that's so scary. Oh no, I could never like, it's uh, funny. You're on the, you're on the other side. So I know a couple people that are from, from Haiti and they're actually on the rich person side. So that like one of, I think one of my friend's cousin's uncle was the dictator that you're speaking. <gasps> oh my Something God. Like well, I mean, now now it's weird well, because crazy. it's still it's still dangerous there. I think I mentioned this before. The people oh, yeah. in my family that moved to or not moved back, yeah, that moved back to Haiti, they're like oilers and everything. They're rich, like they are rich in Haiti, so much more than uh, all the people that are from my family that are living in America. It's crazy, yeah. but they still like they still worry for uh, all that's going on there. Like even currently, it's still it's just crazy how the lineage works. Like, yeah. You could just be living in America, and then your uncle is like a dictator somewhere. <laughs> it's yeah. like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> They're just so like one time. One time when my my aunt was visiting uh, New York, apparently my dad went to go drive her around for the day, and she went to uh, a mall. And my dad said, "I'll wait in the car for you if you're going to be quick," because she said that she was going to be quick beforehand. And she went in, and apparently my dad was waiting in the car for three hours for her to go pick up one item. And she ended up coming back with four bags, uh, all expensive products. I didn't know what they were. But, yeah, and my dad was just like, yeah, no, I'm never. No, he was he was like, he holds it in, but he was furious. He didn't say it out. He didn't lash out to her. But he was telling me the story, and he goes, yeah, I'm never taking that part of the family out again. Uh, no, that was a lot. I thought this was going to be a 15, 20-minute ordeal. Yeah, like after like half an hour, why didn't you go? Where the fuck? <laughs> Where is she? I don't know. I, I would have been. I would have been mad as hell. Yeah, Are you kidding me? There's something Three about hours? being stoic. No. no way. You have to be stoic, Tubal. There's more than just stoicism at that point. It's just being stupid as well. It's like three hours, dude. You got to be stupid to wait in the car that long. I mean, he definitely I called her, out. and then she would just say, "Yes, I'm in line for something right now," and then. It would just so yeah, happen okay, that on like the way the back, that, she would you're find. Just like, okay, I'm finding you. Yeah, like you you'd go in there. Yeah. Oh, I can't stand waiting anymore. I blame my dad for that. Every time he dragged me and my brother into Home Depot, oh my god, it was like actual hell for a child. Home Depot is where childhoods are ruined. I'm pretty sure. What do you mean? I there's cool. No, that's where you go screw with. If you are forced to sit in a Home Depot, there are so many display areas that you can just go and explore and mess around in, and they have. Uh, no, disagree. you don't get nope. fun out of that. Nope, not at all. Back when you're a kid and it's your Saturday and your dad's like, come on, kids, it's my turn to look after you. We're going to Home Depot. You're like, fuck, <laughs> we're not going to do anything fun today. Dad's going to stare at light bulbs for 12 hours. <laughs> you could run into Ben Shapiro, who's getting fine wood. What if, yeah, okay, what but he got it? one piece of wood. That could have taken that long. My dad. wood from Home Depot. <laughs> And said, and when paparazzi came up to him or something, they're like, "What are you doing?" He's just like, "This is fine lumber." <laughs> <laughs> That's what it is in Home Depot. Home Depot's kind of like a time vortex. But yeah. whenever I went to Home Depot with my dad, whenever I went to Home Depot with my dad, it was like four hours later, just gone. It was. It was me and my brother. Weird. I remember vividly. My dad would be like, "I'm gonna go grab." Uh, whatever he was looking for. Usually it was like some kind of fastener or something. I'm like, all right, he's getting one thing. We're going to be here for like an hour. So me and my brother would go over to the uh, tractors, like the lawnmowers or whatever, the big ones, and we would just pretend to race on those things for like 10 minutes. And then would be like, I'm bored. 
<laughs> and then we would we would wander and find my dad, and he'd just be staring there. And he'd be sitting there with his hands on his hips, just staring at the wall, and I'd be like, "Dad, did you find it yet?" And he's like, "I don't think so." <laughs> <laughs> like, Your family is a bunch of jokesters, like, dude. We don't need help. <laughs> I'm like, I think we could get it, <laughs> and we could just leave. And he's like, "You know what? It's been like an hour and a half." He's like. We're going to go check Lowe's. I'm like, fuck! It just starts throwing stuff. <laughs> Why is it? If you can't find it at Home Depot, you have to go to Lowe's. It drove me and Skylar insane. Oh, my God. <laughs> Dude, I hated it. My entire day just gone because we'd have to sit there in a place that smells like wood and sawdust. And all just, oh, I hate it. I, I kind of like the smell of wood and sawdust. To this day, I still can't sawdusting. do woodworking. Makes me angry. I was doing carpentry in school, and I was getting mad. I'd be like, Christian, why are you so angry? He's just like, ah, bad memories. <laughs> just going through the bus saw, pushing wood, making nothing. <laughs> There's a lot of rage from my childhood. I think I should get that looked at. But <laughs> I'll just internalize it. I think you have a lot to, to look at, honestly. But it's not even, like, major things. They're just grievances I had as a kid. Yeah, yeah. a lot of the More times thugs, when you're getting upset at things, it's just like, you, it, it doesn't, I love the passion, but I think the fact that a lot of people <laughs> find it funny, it's just like, uh, I don't know, it's, it's not traumatizing, it's just... I think that's what makes us a good yin about. and yang, Tubold, like, when we get into an argument about something that we're both kind of passionate about, but we know very little about like, it's, <laughs> it's just about how i feel lewis <laughs> but it doesn't make sense <laughs> when i was in college me and my um, me and my buddies we had these things called sex bets and sex i want what sex oh, bets sex bets okay and basically it was the next time you have sex you have to do this thing and then we have to confirm it with the girl that it happened <gasps> And then um, we would we would then buy them dinner. And for college kids, that's a lot of money. Like, <laughs> you know, it's not it's not like some some little like thing. It's like, oh, okay, like you know, we each have to give you twenty bucks. It's like, <sighs> um, so like we all had different sex bets. I'm not gonna say any names, but there was five of us. Uh, one of them was uh, you have to pee on the girl's bed or on your <laughs> bed when it's happening. <laughs> Uh, one of them, one of them was uh, when she undresses in front of you, you have to go to the bathroom and pretend like you're throwing up. <laughs> That's so fucked, dude. These mine, are messed mine, up. Bad. Mine was, after that. Mine was, mine was when I'm reaching climax, I have to yell, "Mom, mom, I'm not talking no. about you. I'm talking about my mom." Like. <laughs> Oh and, my god! And, and, and if you could so confirm, fucked. and if you could confirm that it happened, it was uh, it, we got dinner, and thankfully, all well, not thankfully, but we all did it. Like oh, all of us god. got fucking like. I thought that that was so cool. That was such a. That's they could be like turned into a movie. I think. That's so <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> like American Pie type shit or something. Yeah. Sex bets. That would be the. And best then one person falls ever. in love with their sex bed, and then she gets really offended. You know, like. <laughs> oh, so I'm just a conquest for you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that'd be a hell of a movie, dude. <laughs> so Louis got a movie idea. Fish had a book idea that he wanted me to help him write. What was oh, your book idea? That? We were drinking that night. It was the dumbest yeah. shit ever. It was you about... were so adamant about wanting to make this book happen. 
I thought it was the funniest yeah, thing my, on the planet. Like, I'm going to humor him. How far does this go? I like the whole idea of, in just the history of this world, whenever there is a lack of this um, supply on Earth or some, I guess, let's, for example, water-related uh, environmental damage to the world, then sure. there would be somebody that was born with the ability to, like, control water or just, like, shoot water out of their hands and everything. And their duty that they were born on that earth to do during that lifetime is to uh, just save the earth from, I guess, their stabilize damage. Stabilize it? Yeah, stabilize with, like, water or whatever. So Avatar? Um, well, no, there's only... It's one element. There's only one person that has, like, the control over that. And it is their sole duty throughout their life to save that. And then, basically, throughout the history, there's only been, like, one person spawning at a time. But in present day, because of all the shit that, that's going on in the world, it just so happens that there are uh, four people. Of course, yes, this does follow the idea of, of Avatar. Um, that there are four elemental people that are spawned at the same time. And they get born as babies, and they grow up with the powers, and they, like, learn about yeah. them. Like, I had an idea that, like, the two of the elements are, like, good people, and then two of the elemental people are bad people. And then there's, like, other things that I remember. Uh, apparently, man learns how to make artificially elemental created <gasps> people. And, like, somebody has, like... Uh, A radioactive baby is born. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, they learn how to control. I thought electricity would be good because, like, man controls electricity. They have all these electronic products. Air conditioning man. Yeah, just, just stuff like that. But I think it would be more... Not something, like, as simple as that. I think it would be, uh, yeah, just four main people that have, like, super strength and elemental powers. And then there would be conflict between them of, like, one of them gets... Uh, too extreme about it and he has this kind of thanos ideal where he needs to control i guess the more land and like start killing people out because that's apparently the only way to save it and he's just arguing there's a reason that all four of us are here right now in this very moment we need to like take down uh well, spoilers dude yeah and i was telling him i was just like so like would you make it so that like really significant characters in history would be like people from those elements be like moses was the first water i like that that would be so people go i like that idea or like uh, einstein einstein was the first like uh like electrical guy or whatever the fucking or thomas edison sorry edison yeah uh that'd be pretty sick yeah, so I was, I was telling him that, and I'm just like, what would Jesus be? And he'd be like, oh, it's got to be Earth, right? Like, he's like, he opened the door, he brought no, it back to the water, yeah, right? like, He walked on water, right? And it's just like, yeah, but, like, he also did all that stuff with, like, things you wouldn't associate with. Uh, or he could have uh, been, like, the ultimate water. one, like, had a couple different powers, you know? Either way. Uh, we were trying to figure out what the hell Jesus was, and he was like, what if he was a baker? Because he always made bread. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's just a fisherman. <laughs> Can multiply fish. It's just, it's just a dude who's really good with bread. <laughs> no, but I remember for that week after we talked about that, I was legitimately throwing ideas into my head. Like, there would be a, a, a limit to the power, and, like, this would be cool to see on film, is that they can always control their powers, but if they go too far above their, uh, their limit... Then their eyes like glow and they just have like a huge power burst for an extent or a short period of time. And then after that, they die. And then they and then, oh. you know, if if uh, what is it? The Earth is still suffering from whatever elements they were under. Then another baby would be born with that power immediately after that. 
I fuck with I was with trying him. to tell I, him, I, like, I was trying to ask him how he would establish the universe and stuff, and he started getting overwhelmed. Yeah. <laughs> like, right, so I don't like, know, too bold. Like, <laughs> yeah, I don't want to do it anymore. <laughs> I'm like, okay, so, like, how do these kids raise? Are they told about people from the... Like from the past, yeah, it's like, like it all just mythos. And yeah. it's like, is there a secret society? And Fish is just like, <laughs> I had I had a little basis, and the whole idea is that the first uh, story setting is that it's one of the elemental people who is the protagonist. I didn't uh, establish which one of them would it, it would be. I think like an easy one would either be wind or water, because it's just like you know you see fire and earth, like as earthquakes and forest fires and all that. So those are destructive elements. But I picture the, the running fr- out of helium. Would there be just like a helium dude? Why are you with you on your helium kick? Why are you like on this whole the earth is running out of helium thing? Because it's fucking funny. <laughs> you know, but the, uh, the it Wait, would be last, one of like, them. Three days. It's just been talking about how the earth I haven't, is I haven't running heard you bring out up of helium, helium once. Tungsten guy. <laughs> Tungsten guy. Literally just choose random elements. He's just really impassioned about them with zero knowledge about them. He's like, oh no, I heard that the word that's running out of helium. Like, how do we Did get you more? See our live like, stream, Tubold. <laughs> where i was like hey hey fish you hear this gun, gun, gun. i was like on metal I was like that's good old tungsten <laughs> that was that was during the irl stream that we did uh my first ever irl stream where we went to santa monica pier santa monica yeah, yeah. i want to for my irl stream i definitely don't don't want to do something that heavy i want to do something smaller like what i don't know i don't i don't want to be like walking around a bunch i want to go to like a bar or like anything yeah, I like that. I did I did feel it was a little bit overwhelming as a first time IRL stream because there's so much what I'm nervous about is pointing the camera at things or people, which Dude, is basically in general, like Santa Monica is fucking overwhelming. It, like even without a stream, it's just so much shit going on. Well, like, yeah, I just I just didn't like the idea of uh being there out with the camera in front of all these people that are doing street performances and everything and they're taking like tips and everything. And I would think that if I pointed the camera at them once, they'd immediately... I guess this is kind of like a New York fear. I, I don't really know the hey, vibe here. Hey, what you here. doing? Hey, but yeah, it's just like, hey, hey why are you recording me, bud? Yeah, I was, just, uh, I was kind of nervous about that. Because I've definitely had moments like that where you just make eye contact with somebody in the middle of the city and they immediately take it as a threat. It's just like, you look <laughs> at me for a fucking reason? And it's like, no, <laughs> sorry, we just you were in my vision. <laughs> I think it's so funny that you got basically mugged for $50 by a bunch of people dressed up as like uh, it is Spider-Man absurd. or was it? Wait, what? Dude, okay, at, at Hollywood Boulevard... <laughs> Yi and a couple of other people were there. He told me about the story. I wasn't there with them. And he has the picture to prove it that oh there are those God. people that are dressed up in these, uh, I guess, cartoon characters, like superheroes and all that. Yeah, they went yeah, up to, to him. pictures. And they t- what started talking to him, took a picture with Yi, and then they were just like, all right, that'll be $50. And he was like, what? And then more and more crowded around him. I don't know how he got separated from the group. I think it was because his he said his social battery was drained, so he was all alone. So it was like five people dressed as mascots and all that. They were crowding around and being like, you need to give up the money now. So he he was, I guess, he gave in. He gave them the $50. It was and then I saw picture. the photo. It is a horrible picture. photo. Like, he is just looking at the guy. Even in the photo, it looks like he's already being jumped. It's not even like the photo, first of all, the angle is taken from somebody's shoe level. Up at ye, you can bear the mascot isn't even looking at the camera; it's looking at him, so you can't what even see which fuck? mascot it is. And then, and then, yeah, apparently he paid fifty dollars for it. They just prey on foreigners. They have to. I That's think. Yeah, I think the thing is, it wasn't even fifty dollars. They told him it was like ten dollars, and he went into his wallet, and only pulled out a fifty-dollar bill, and gave it to them. Oh, and they all just scattered to the wind. 
But like the thing is, he could have just walked away. That would have been he fine. Just like, he could have yeah. just done yeah. that, but he was just so overwhelmed. He's like, yeah. okay. <laughs> Which I think is just like such a ye thing to have happen to him. Like anyone else would have just been able to walk away, but ye. Just I've been in that moment before. Deer like, headlights. Uh, I was at a gas station filling up my car, and this dude came up to me. He's oh, like, he "Hey, offered. can I get some money?" Oh. And then uh, the, uh, this dude came up to me. He's like, "Hey, can I get some money?" And I was like. I guess. And then I pull out my wallet I and I pull out like a $5 bill. And then he looks at my wallet. He's like, hey, there's a 20 in there. I was like, yeah, but that's mine. <laughs> he's like, can I have that too? He's like, I, get, I guess. <laughs> oh, <shit. laughs> wow, they put you in a up. situation. It's like, are you going to beat me up? Like, what what's going to happen here? Because they're not like passively asking he's like hey man can you help me out you know i need some money he's like yo you got some money yeah you know it's like it, it's aggressive you know yeah i, I don't know you want me to it's tell calm, you the but two it is interactions aggressive, i've had these are yeah. pretty great because the first one was when i was in college no this was before i was in college actually uh i was in new york and i was with some friends and we were going under like one of these scaffolding things and uh there were some people that were trying to sell their like CDs or whatever, I guess. But one of the guys was just like, Hey, do you want my C D? And I'm just like, Yeah, well, I'll take it, I'll take a listen to it. He's like, Oh, it's like Oh, you oh, have to pay. Like, Never I'm take like, the C D. Yeah, I was just like, I don't even know what's on that, man. You're gonna make me pay twenty dollars? I don't even want that from like a main band. And he's just like, Well, you got a problem with my C D? I'm like, Yeah, I don't know what's on it, asshole. And I just walked away. Holy that was my shit. entire thing with it. He was no, getting we... so aggressive about it. I just joined I just merged back in with the group of people that was just walking away and I just walked away. That was we my have first a, one. We have a fucking uh uh my whole group knows D block is this dude that hangs out at Dolphin Mall giving you his C D and then makes you pay for it. Uh, and we've all we all have it. We all have the CD. It's <laughs> in my it car. No, <laughs> well, <laughs> it's not terrible. Uh, but I remember I listened to it exclusively for like two weeks <laughs> in my car. I was like, I'm gonna get my money's worth. <laughs> That's funny. And the then you second, have second one, one that happened with me that I think is way better was when I was in college. There's this dude that was near one of, like, the cafeterias or whatever, and he was, like, on the other side of the street that I was, like, coming from. And I had to cross the street, and I had to stand next to him. And he was just like, hey, man, could I get some food? Or maybe, like, I don't know, $10. And I was like, I just looked up at him, and I pulled out my wallet, and I pulled out a ramen packet. And I was like, this is all I got. <laughs> What do you mean a ramen packet? I had a ramen packet in what? my wallet. Why did you have a ramen? Like with the ramen or just No, the, you just, just mean just the no, fucking like the little, seasoning. The little, yeah, the little seasoning of ramen. I just pulled that on like, this is all I got. <laughs> and he looked at me and he just he had this look on his face of just being so perplexed. And he was just like, you need Why that you? more than I do. And I was just like, thank you. <laughs> and I just walked across the street into the cafeteria. Who takes a ramen packet and puts it in their wallet? I can, the only thing I can imagine is you were just plastered and thought it was a condom. It. That's the only thing that I can imagine I went through your mind. Have the audacity to put a ramen packet inside of your wallet. Like, well, I'll do I this was for just going to show him it was empty, but I just saw the ramen packet. And I was like, I have a ramen packet? I was like, this is all I got. Yo, That's I like mean, the, that vine of the, the oh robber going into somebody's house, and it, it ends up being like a college student's house. It's like, yo, give me your wallet. And the college student standing like just normally gives him the wallet. The guy opens up, vine thumb sound, nothing in the wallet. 
Yeah, where where's your money? I don't have any money. <laughs> Boom. What do you mean you don't have any money? Here, take take this wallet back. You know, everything's gonna be fine. Here, do you do you need some money? I can help you out. It's like, yeah, that, that'd be good. <laughs> There's, there's actually a moment like that though that actually happened to me and my friends like the same intersection like there was a guy that was just sitting there and he was looking like super sketchy like he had a really puffy coat on his hand was like jammed in his like in his uh in his pocket or whatever sure and my friends was like hey we shouldn't we shouldn't probably be like near that guy or like we just cross like over here i'm just and i was i was mad as hell that day like i was super pissed because uh the, like one of my projects that i've been working on just got completely scrapped like, they told me that it was just, none of it was workable, and I was just furious. I'm like, I'm not going to cross. I'm going to cross the fucking section. I'm going right to dinner. I'm just going to eat my food. I'm going to be fine. And I was just sitting there mad as hell, and I walked over, and this guy just came over to me. Or, like, he was, like, next to me. He was like, hey, man, I'm going to need uh, I'm gonna need some money. And I'm just like, I'm a college student. I got shit! And I just walked past him. And he, was just, he just looked at me. He was like, okay. <laughs> and he just walked right past him across the intersection and went to dinner. My friend came in like five minutes later. He's like, dude, what the fuck was that? And I was just like, I ain't got shit, man. He can have whatever he wants, but it ain't going to be from me. <laughs> I just sitting there and I ate some oat, like crackling oat bread. And I was just eating cereal. But I'm just like, I got shit. <laughs> the audacity. <laughs> oh my goodness. I was just mad as hell. Apparently security like eventually like, you know, Walked up to him, and he had nothing in his pocket, and just sent him on his way or whatever. But, like, I wasn't being intimidated by shit. I was like, you're going to kill me? Do it! I ain't got nothing! <laughs> <laughs> like, at some point, you just... I don't know. I was just so bad. Because normally, I would have been like, yeah, we should probably, like, you know, give him, like, good distance. <laughs> you know, avoid that whole confrontation. I was just like, I wasn't having it. I'm like, that's the fastest way to the food court. I'm taking that way. <laughs> oh my that's amazing. And you get mad enough, eventually you stop thinking. So, you know. That's, one That's how my, my one of my buddies would deal with, uh, uh, like, homeless people or people that were, like, asking for money. Because, uh, one, we were poor, so we don't have a lot of money. <laughs> uh, and he would just, as soon as somebody would come, I was like, hey, man, do you have any money? He's like, yo, I ain't friendly. Get the fuck away from me. Like, oh, shit. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> I could never. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> sitting oh in his like goodness. what you would call a hoopty like really the most rundown car you've ever seen and i'm sitting in the in the passenger seat like i guess he's not friendly <laughs> i would back away from the car my friend <laughs> oh my god oh that's so funny i was choked on my water there for a second there i ain't friendly <laughs> I guess yeah. Most of the times uh, when people come up to me asking for money, it was a uh, it's a very quick exchange. When I was when I was like young, young, I would always be like, I would always hope that my mom would do it because I had a very unrealistic um, idea when I was in the single digits of age to say when I was having this idea was um, I wanted to make a mini place where homeless people could come into my house and then have dinner on my balcony. And I was like, Mom, we should do this when I'm older. Like, have the balcony set for homeless people to come and have dinner for free. Uh, so I always wanted her to give money whenever... I would never say it, like, out loud. But I would always encourage my mom to give them money when I was a lot younger. And, uh, but then as I grew up, yeah, I feel like they would just always come up to me. And they'd be, it would be a very quick exchange where I wouldn't, I wouldn't always do it, I'll be, I'll be honest. But um, they just asked me and I'd say, no, I don't have anything. And then they'd walk off. I don't really have any extreme stories like that. 
I think it's got to be harder to be homeless nowadays because, like, I don't carry money in my wallet. I don't, I don't know about cash. you guys. I have, like, no money. My dad does. Like, he was. I'm the one person like, in LA that carries cash. Yeah. Yeah, I, I believe Fish it. Fish is like, always paying for the parking. Yeah, I believe it. We went to a fucking McDonald's the other day. Mind you, it was midnight, but still, it's McDonald's that only accepted cash. Unbelievable. What? Unbelievable. They only accepted cash at McDonald's? Yes, at McDonald's. It was absurd. It was the it was a St. Patrick's night um, when I went with uh, Ruben and AJ. And yeah. So weird, dude. I don't think and you I, paid for I, everybody. I can't wrap my mind around that. Yeah. Why? <laughs> what? Yeah. You I think it was know. just some kid that was like on the very like last hour? He's like, no, there was a sign. There was a sign on it uh, at the window when we got up there. Yeah, I bet there was. He put yeah. it there. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think so. <laughs> Did you imagine? Management's just like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> what? What do you mean? We're not taking credit. Of course, we're taking credit. It's just like, I don't know who put that there. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I mean, especially oh God, in so California funny. too. Like, not to be like, you know, shaming homeless people or anything like that or like whatever. But like, there are a lot of social programs in like a lot of liberal states, like for for homeless people. That all mm-hmm. you have to do is go to a specific place and be like, hey, I'm homeless, and they'll they'll help you out. Like. Uh, I think literally down my street, the this like tiny home condominium uh, opened up where it's like uh, a bunch of like one little bedroom like trailers, and you can just go there for free and like sign up to stay there for a few weeks. Hmm. Like, there's so many different like things that you can do, but I just don't. You know, a lot of people. I don't know. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. I mean, a lot of people are just like not mentally well kind of sucks dude it's 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 hard to, it's hard to think about especially in new york um because the first time i went there my 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 general thing was like oh yeah i can give you a few bucks and then i did it to the first person and then my my friends that were living in new york that were showing me around were like don't ever do that like don't ever give them money yeah. because you will there is every fucking street there is like eight homeless people that will ask you for money it's like, yeah, we just ignore. Everybody just like just does their 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 thing. It's like crazy, man. I also learned that uh, apparently with with homeless people is that once they have a place to live, they're just so uh, bizarre. It's so bizarre to them the idea of having their home that even when they have a roof to live under, they just still spend time outside just because they're not used to it. Yeah, Makes and sense. I think the biggest thing with homeless people is the fact that they just have very little social interaction, like at all, for the most part. Like, that's, like, the craziest part, because they're, like, basically pariahs of modern society. Like, if yeah. you think about it, like, what's the last time you saw a homeless person talking with anyone? Like, you pass, like, dozens and dozens of people on the street, and no one even looks at you. It's as if you're not even there anymore. So, like, it's crazy how much, how starved they are for just, like, normal interactions. So you have to, yeah. like, keep that in mind as well. When I was like, younger, I, uh, when talk. I was in college, uh, and we would go to the gas station, I would talk to this one homeless dude every every time I would go and like pick up like cigarettes or something. Oh. Just go and talk to him and give him a cigarette and be like, "Hey, how are you doing? Everything good?" You know. I always yeah. thought that, that was nice. But probably it just seems was. like it probably made the home. highlight of that man's life or that day at least, whatever the case was. This is sad. <laughs> I know J3 is doing um yeah, the most recent like wholesome episode thing that we talked about before. That's going on right now. I saw a clip of uh a clip of it. I'm not sure if it's released yet or not, but um he was just talking with this homeless dude they were like in line to get stuff 
and oh. uh, you can just see how happy the the guy was to just be doing something. I'm pretty sure like just being able to talk with someone on top of that was like you yeah. know, icing on the cake. I've seen a bunch of TikToks about like uh, this guy was like, oh, I want to help out this homeless person, but first I think the guy needed a friend, so they went to like an amusement park and like had a lot of fun together. Then he got him cleaned up and got him a job, like doing stuff. It was it's pretty awesome, man. To see like mm-hmm. all that shit. It's 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 there. I know it's like for content and shit, and you can say what you want about that, but you're actually helping somebody. It doesn't matter if you're filming it or not. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I think that that that's like the people need to you know calm down. I think. I think if your heart's in the right place about it all together, even if you're filming it, it's usually pretty obvious if you're watching the video. You can tell most of the time. Yeah, it's not like fucking what's his name Ricegum like making it rain on a homeless person. Yeah, that's that's that the worst shit, dude. He literally went up to a homeless person. He's like, "Yo, you want some cash?" And then he was, the homeless guy's like, "Yeah." And then he literally stood over him with a stack of cash and going like this, like what you would do like with a stripper. Fucking asshole. Jesus. There's a there's a bit from I think it was Daniel Tosh. I love Tosh's stand up. It's, like, just on the perfect edge of, like, edgy and mainstream. I love it. It's yeah. great. But, like, one of them was just, like, I used to go, uh, I would love to go around with, like, just huge cargo pants just filled with cash or whatever. And I'd just be walking around through New York and just wait for the first person, the first homeless person to come up to be like, hey, man, you got any cash? And, and I'd just be like, you just won the fucking lottery, motherfucker, and just dump just quarters after quarters from my pockets. <laughs> just like you... <laughs> Like a little, he'd have a backpack where like the thing would go off like a, uh, a slot machine. Just like you just won the lotto, just quarters everywhere, and just pour countless dollars of change on him. <laughs> always made me laugh at the idea. Just be like you just won the lottery. <laughs> There's like four thousand quarters just everywhere. <laughs> oh man, he makes a lot of really good points though. When he like he's doing his stand-up because he's he gets like unnecessarily angry at things like uh when he goes to like subways or whatever and he sees like who the fuck is putting the artwork in these subways that you have you can buy like i go in and i see that hey it's a nice piece of artwork how much is it seven hundred dollars what the fuck are you smoking <laughs> would you want bolt this from my urinal and get it in my home <laughs> it's your humor Exactly, which is why it meshes so well. Yeah, <laughs> I love Todd. He's probably like one of my favorite stand-up comedians ever. He's so good. Him and Anthony Jeselnik, but Anthony Jeselnik is like purely dark humor. It's so funny, <laughs> like super messed up. Yeah, oh, highly recommended if you're into that. Like, you, you can't go wrong with his delivery is just immaculate. Dude. The pauses are so deliberate. It's so good. I wish I could do stand-up. That shit's hard, man. Doing actual stand-up is damn near impossible. I don't know how to craft a joke like that. Oh, like, I can make a moment funny. I can't make a... I can't Reggie's make, been, like, Reggie's been uh, doing it. He he went on 30 minutes before fucking... Uh, uh, what's this fucking guy? Dave Chappelle. No shit. Yeah. Reggie was doing a Dave set at the comedy store. Uh, and um, Dave Chappelle just showed up and then did two hours. That's crazy, man. Do yeah. we have any uh, final closing statements? Make sure your car is taken out regularly so you know it doesn't get tire rot. <laughs> clean your I rooms. I have to clean that. mine. Yeah, clean your rooms, definitely. Uh, spring is coming. Spring cleaning. Get in the right headspace. Clean your clean your bathroom, especially. I don't, if you see red anywhere in your bathroom... That means you're you know, Get rid of that. It's gross. You're disgusting. Just putting that out there. 
It's time to clean. Do it. Look at me. Clean. <laughs> Look at me. You are vile. <laughs> and you live in filth. And then if you did clean, comment in the comment section that you cleaned. It will Hashtag be very so fresh and so clean. I will be proud of you. Clean. <laughs> yeah, that's yes, and on that note, thank you guys listening to another. Uh, thank you guys for listening to another episode of the Fish Tank Podcast. We will see you guys next week. Goodbye, everybody. Adios. Goodbye.